and welcome back to the All I Know podcast. Today we're going to be continuing our Star Wars The Clone Wars review and we're picking up right where we left off on Season 2. If you're new to the series, go back and check out the first season review and of course, since it's such a big project, I'm going to need some help and guess who I brought with me today. And once again, I'm Ricky. Um, I'm back. Uh, we and I, you might have heard me on the season one review, but uh, I'll be doing the rest of the seasons as well. Yep. So I'm glad that you're going to be on board. Help me out with this and season two. So, uh, did you watch this live whenever it came out? Uh, Just, no, I, I did not. I did not. All right. I, I did think... not have cable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I watched most of these when they ever when they came out but the only one that I remember seeing is the I remember starting on episode 3 of this season. Hmm. So I actually had to like go back and rewatch a lot of these episodes cuz I'm like, "Oh, wow, I can't believe I have never seen this episode before." Some of them I would like watch when they were like doing reruns of them, yeah. but like not not when they first came out. That's yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I think this season, compared to season, I think this season came out in 2009, so about a year after season one came out, and first thing you have to point out is that it looks a lot better than season one. Definitely the animation is starting yeah. to pick up a little bit more here. Animation's picking up a lot more, and also you're just, I think you're getting a lot more story here and a lot more characters we're really starting to move into this field of what dave filoni really is envisioning mm -hmm. uh like we're we're still not quite there we haven't reached peak star wars yet but we're still getting there you're starting to see a house well mm -hmm. in what we're building yeah i mean it's really cool to me there's a lot there's a couple arcs here that's like wow this is a really fun interesting arc that you see and just like wow that's star wars so, let's just kick things off right where we left off. Episode 1, Holocron Heist. So, at the end of Season 1, we were introduced to Cad Bane, and as we said, you know, he's this John Wayne, Western-style gunner, and he's been given a job to steal a Holocron, and surprise, surprise, he, he does it. And he uses a shapeshifter to have... Was it a guy or a girl? I think it was, it was a girl, girl. and like yeah. she, like, she disguised herself as a Jedi who had been killed. So wait, like, no, 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 wait, no, she didn't kill Jocasta New. No, 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 I'm talking about the person that, like, remember the big bulky Jedi? Mm. Like Cad Bane, she's like, oh yeah, here's this Jedi body. I killed this Jedi. Hmm. I can't. I can't recall that. Uh, yeah. no, that's that's how she got in, okay. and then she also took. Uh, Jocasta News body. Okay, I see. And then Ahsoka caught on. But, yeah, no, I mean, it, first off, that establishes, like, wow, Cad Bane can kill Jedi, for one. And then, for two, it's just like, wow, Cad Bane really confident that he can break into the Jedi Temple and steal a holocron. Like, this guy was, is basically, like, Jango Fett's gone, now he's the new, you know, gunslinging... He's the, the new number one bounty Exactly. Guy. There's a new boss, there's a new sheriff in town. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, the equivalent of, like, going to the U.S., like, Federal Library and 
and stealing the Declaration, the Declaration of Independence. Independence. We're so, we're going Nicholas Cage up. Sorry, so saying that Cad Bane is the Nicholas Cage. He of Star could Wars. he could very much be the Nicholas Cage of Star Wars. I mean, if he could hold a president like like I mean, if like he can hold Anakin and Padme hostage. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> like breaking into the like that's like breaking into the Congress building and holding like the Senate minority and majority leaders hostage along with a couple of others. Oh my like, God, he's. He's just Nicolas Cage, but Star Wars. Exactly. He is John Wayne, gunslinger, <laughs> cowboy Nicolas Cage. But but he's getting paid. He's not doing this to, like, find the Illuminati or something. Like, he's just in it for the money. And he's a professional, too. He's got standards. I, I love Cad Bane. He's a badass. I'm actually crying over Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Oh, that actually brought tears to my eyes. Oh, that's funny, though. But, but, oh, know, my God. I love Cad Bane, though. And just, like, I don't like the whole thing that they went into this season with, like, holocrons and making them so important. Like, I just didn't like it personally. It's just, like, it's, to me, holocrons are just, like, a, a MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, I wasn't a big fan of them. Because, like, hey, what's in the holocron that he's stealing? Oh, uh, Jedi Secrets. Like, cool. Which ones? Like, that'd be cool to know. Is it force healing? Is that how Ray? How many lies have been told by the council? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, then, season two of episode two, I think it's pretty cool. It's a cool action-y, like, it's an action episode for Ted Bane, just showing off how... Like, this guy's so powerful, he has yeah. his own warship. Like, that's yeah. sick. Which but, is really cool. But uh, it kind of, it really emphasizes that Anakin-Ahsoka dynamic. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though they're not supposed to have that kind of, uh, like, relationship, they're just strictly supposed to be mentor and apprentice. It's more of like a brother-sister type of thing. Yeah. And, like, it really shows how far that they go for each other. Because, you know, you see Kit Fisto and Dar- Nadar Veb. Kit Fisto doesn't seem very bo- bothered that his apprentice was gutted. He was like, oh, a oh, little bit upsetting at first. Just another day at the office. Exactly. That's that's what it was. And that's, like, I think one of, like, the faults of the Jedi at that time. They feared connection so much because mm-hmm. they feared the dark side so much. Yeah. So, but it, it definitely showed that really, um, you know, that human side of Anakin and Ahsoka. They're not always winning, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Uh, episode 3, Children of the Force, following Cad Bane again. And this time he's pretending to be a... Is everybody in the galaxy just a moron? It's like, if you wear a brown robe and you say you're a Jedi, people are just like, oh, you're a Jedi. I mean, there's a lot of people, like, consi- like considering that, you know, there are 7 billion people on planet Earth, we're not going to meet every single one. That's true. We, I feel like... Not everything, so... Yeah, I just feel like, wow, Jedi. Damn. And, like, it's really cool because they emphasize this universe where these Jedi are respected and revered, but as the war progressed, everyone's like... Hey, yo, Ugh. what the hell, man? Get, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, so, and people who don't have access to the information are probably going to be like, oh, what? Okay, Jedi, yeah. they're revered. I got to trust this guy. So. Yeah, but Cad Bang, he just steals babies, and then Anakin and Ahsoka get the babies back. Yeah. And, and pretty, end of story. Pretty much it. They kind of repeat this kind of story in Rebels, and I know. Oh, do they? Yeah, like some, something along the lines of Inquisitor stealing children or something like that. Oh, cool. And Ahsoka kicks Inquisitor ass, but like, you know, that's about it. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen that yeah. one, yeah. But, you know, it's kind of, it's still a boring, recycled. Yeah, it's just, I'm not interested in it. Yeah. It's like, we know what's going to happen, like, whatever. All right, so, 
episode four. I think this is Rush I love freaking this. Clovis. He is the it. Papa. He's the John Schnatter of this universe. He's Papa John of this universe. He literally looks like Papa John. He does look like Papa John and did if Papa John was, you know, a weasel. Mm-hmm. Well, Papa John might be a racist. Well, probably is a racist. Probably. Well, I don't know. He's trying to clear his name or something. Yeah. The day of reckoning will come. The day of reckoning will come. Jeez. Stay tuned. But uh, that's besides the point. I like Rush Colovis, though. I think he's, I, a, he's a really good character. He's a sympathetic character. Not at this point, but I at think... At season six. Season he, six. He's Shakespearean. I know. And he's like, he's trying so hard to redeem mm-hmm. himself. He's like, I know I was a bad person, but please, you gotta believe it's, me. It's but, Shakespearean. But, and, then, and then at the end of the day, his past and his dealings with the Separatists come back to bite him in the ass. And he's like, it's oh. such good writing. I love it. it, it and it's just... Uh, and this it, is a great introduction, and also like Anakin, like, like you know, being jealous. That was, like, that was so, it was. Oh so no, funny. this one's broken. Sorry, you can't sit next to my <laughs> he girlfriend. He literally tears the thing off. <laughs> oh it's my like, god! Sorry, you can't sit next to my girlfriend. That shows how how strong that man is. He he literally takes a metal yoke. He's he is. Also, he's, he has a metal hand he's too. Beef and force. Like mm. oh my god! But like, Satisfy was a lot of fun. Like kind of. Mm. Kind of like a James Bond thriller. It was. It was. Just, it's also interesting to see Padme. You know, like actually take matters into her own hands. Like, and she has a history. Yeah. You know, because like, like she used to work with Clovis. So it's a. I like it. It's a Padme episode, and you know, Padme gets the shine, which she didn't get too much of that. She got a little bit of that in season mm-hmm. one, but she gets a lot more of that here, and she will later on in the series too. But the most important part is that it set up, uh, sets up this uh, whole Geonosis arc, mm-hmm. uh, that Geonosis too. Yep, that and also the uh, it also sets up for Rush coming back in yes. season six. So we have Battle of Geonosis two, which I think is built into like two separate arcs between like the actual Battle of Geonosis. And then the Brain Invaders arc. So starting off with, you know, episode 5, landing at Point Rain. They're trying to stop this uh, super tank factory because mm-hmm. the Separatists are really obsessed with wonder weapons here. Makes and, sense. Yeah, and I like to draw a lot of, like, historical connections. Like, I like to think of the Umbara arc as, like, the Vietnam It landings. is the Vietnam. Yeah. But, like, but for this one, this reminds me more along the lines of D-Day. And mm-hmm. um, I, I see those vibes, too, because, like, Man, they got pinned exactly. down. Exactly, it, it, it definitely gave off that kind of Saving Private Ryan vibes, like mm-hmm. where they're like, you know, they're stuck on like the, they're trying to invade a place, but they're they're taking on heavy fire. But yeah, you know, you get to see Kiati Mundi, and um, you get to see who who, who is it? it Luminara. Key- yeah, no, Luminara's in uh, Later episode on? six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one was uh, the three teams of Anakin, Ahsoka, Kiati Mundi's team, and Obi Wan. And Obi Wan. Obi Wan is just. I've never seen Obi Wan look so low. Oh yeah, like cover, well, actually, I I I beg to differ. I mean, uh, you can talk whole, about the mall stuff. Yeah. But I think this is probably his lowest moment in battle. Yeah, in like, battle, he yeah. just looks. He just covered in dust and dirt. His mm-hmm. men are dying all around yeah. him. We but, get a return of Waxer and Boyle. That's exactly. it. I like that in this episode. And they get like these cool desert outfits. I don't. I don't know about you, but I, I like. The, I like I the like desert, it. like the cool the camo arf. Mm-hmm. And then we also we get to see. And can Ahsoka more just bantering? Ahsoka's becoming a lot more competent as a strategist. Going, hey, remember the giant wall? Yeah. Hmm. Like Ahsoka's like actually like 
becoming like right. an actual character I enjoy. She's starting to like think and like letting her input be realized and there's a certain way to do it. And yeah. and, and with the addition of the Captain Rex that yeah, you know, that kinda trio that you, you come to know and love where like Captain Rex is, you know, being, you know, kinda playfully harassed by these yeah. j- Jedi being yeeted off the wall. I'm sorry, and, uh, what? <laughs> we jump. Uh, bruh <laughs> and but um yeah no but it's it's a really it's a really nice show of how like you know yeah, it's fun uh, like that competition that yeah. Keanu Mundi was like I, I killed more battle droids than you and Did also oh, Keanu Mundi I think also committed war crimes again sure. with those flamethrowers yeah the flamethrowers but once again you know they're bel- they're bugs so they're yeah. not actual living beings we're just they're uh, just separatists we're just uh we're just exterminating exterminator and then that's uh, oh my god it was such a cool scene as a kid I was like whoa flamethrowers that's so cool cause you know I'm a like third grade kid but now Geneva and now, convention now being almost 20 years old I'm like oh this war is a crime. war crime eh <laughs> 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 it was cool but yeah no it was really cool just seeing like just how low they are and like I honestly thought they might have lost at one point right but so then episode six we get weapons factory which what did you think of this episode um you know it could have been better but it really builds that friendship foundation between ahsoka and barris which will definitely really really pay off big time oh yeah in season five i I tell i'm telling you and um that was season five Jeez, yeah. and and you get to see the differences on how Luminara trains her apprentice compared to how Anakin trains her apprentice. Ahsoka is definitely a lot more uh, free form. You know, let's just go with it, dog. And but mm-hmm. but Barris is uh, I got a stick stick on my ass, but I'm also you I know, have memorized the entire caverns. Exactly, that's such a flex. Oh my god, that's so unnecessary. I, I was like, shut up, <laughs> leave me alone. Like, don't say that you memorize all the caverns. Just say that you memorized. Oh, I know which one when to turn left and when to turn right. Exactly. Just but like you know, it's like cool. You know how to do bop it really well. Like that's the equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah but like you know it's it's a nice introduction to like these these super tanks they do bring them out later again in yeah they one do of the bring se- them out season so but it's it's nice to see that they don't aren't just completely thrown away but yeah. um honestly it was like it was all right it's just uh mm-hmm. it's just a, a more just ahsoka cool. centric yeah episode. i didn't like this one as much just because like ahsoka is being whiny i know what the stakes are like i know that they're gonna be fine so like mm. whatever i guess but then i also have we have to lead up into the mm. the brain invaders arc which so. this was at first when i was a kid like this stuff gave me nightmares yes dude okay it legacy, still will legacy of terror freaked me the fuck out oh and no, not, a a is the one that freaked really me out like the most really like both seven eight and like just oh my god they gave me the willies god. like even playing it on lego star wars yeah. 3 gave me the freaking willies i can't I cannot. I cannot. I it just uh, the oh oh okay uh, yeah. no. I, I, but I, I, so episode seven, uh, really cool. Just seeing like wow, Dave Filoni can do horror really, really, really well. Like he can make you feel fear. Like I he, hate Geonosians. I just don't like. Just so, oh, they're bugs. I, I like and and considering I did scouting for a good chunk of my life. I hated camping because of the bugs. Really? Yes, I hated camping. I, I still sh- no. I would like sleep in my car <laughs> if I had the opportunity. I, just, no, I think it's really cool that we also get to see like the darker side of Anakin, like beating the shit out of Paul with a little lesser. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, and it's like mind tricks. 
Get the hell out of here. And you can hear, like, the Darth Vader score, just, like, and, like, when he goes to, like, the clones, he's like, leave us. I'm like, that's Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, my God. You get to see, like, this dark side. And we get to see, like, especially here, we see a lot more darker Anakin. But it's it's really cool just, like, seeing this horror. And then episode eight, we see Barriss and Ahsoka, like, you know, you know, stopping a plague. If only we had Barriss and Ahsoka here. All right. Maybe they could stop this plague. Like, they stopped the brain invaders. I'm like, really clever. I liked it. It was, you know, outwitting them. It was just fun. And she has, like, the courage of both these apprentices. Like, they're yeah. willing to... They did stuff I wouldn't be able exactly. to do. And then, like, with, like, Ahsoka, it shows, like, Anakin rubbing off on her just a little bit. Like, she doesn't want to risk her friend's life. Yeah. In the, the dogmatic Jedi way, like, you know, Barriss was like, please kill me. And then, like, she's... And Ahsoka's like, nah, nah. No, try check to, this out. I gotta save as many people as I can. And, like, that's really mm-hmm. kind of rubbing off. Yeah, it's just the two different styles of being a Jedi. Mm-hmm. So, episode nine. This one's... I don't like this episode. Grievous intrigue. Ah, I, I thought it was. I thought it was. It wasn't. Like, it was. It was fun. I think. I. I definitely liked it. I. I, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um, lots of lots of space battle stuff. It's like you get to see an infiltration kind of. It was cool seeing like you know it like a really like a um episode four opening style of just like oh here's Grievous here's the commando droids. And then East Coast just gets shit on. Exactly. And then, but, but like with like the whole rescue op, it mm-hmm. really goes to show how like you know, complicated fighting a battle could be. Yeah. And it's just the shows how slippery Grievous is. Yeah. It shows how it, slimy he can be. It is. And then he's just like, was it this episode or is it the next episode where he's just like riding on that? It's the next one. It is that one's so funny. Oh but God. uh I think Grievous Intrigue is definitely a lot of fun. It just kind of shows how like how frustrating it is. I think that's one what that's the biggest thing. That's why I can see why Obi-Wan hates Grievous cuz I hate Grievous because of this. Really because I mean like the, the it's titled Grievous Intrigue so it's yeah. like it kind of like it's a Grievous centric uh, episode. Yeah, and it's supposed to be. Right. And you can see his tactics, a little bit of his fighting style, how mm-hmm. he, like, you know, it's, he's always on the run, you know? Yeah. A little, but at the end of the day, he's always a coward, you know? He is a coward. So, All but right. moving on to the, the the deserter. The deserter. Really, 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 really good episode, I think. It, it sets up a lot. Uh, it's... For me, I'm really torn between it, because, like, on one hand, like, the deserter as a concept is really cool. Like, a clone deserter. But at the same time, it's just, like, you'd think, like, hey, they're programmed for, like, Order 66, but you'd think they wouldn't, they'd be programmed to not, you know, desert. Desert. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the same thing with Slick, too. Um, Just, like, it's another small problem I have. Back in Season 1 with Slick on Hidden Enemies, it's, like, you'd think the cloners would have made that possible. To, like, what what extent is their free will? Like, how far... Mm -hmm. Which I guess this is how far is like they can make their choice, but it's then then it's also like, why haven't more clones deserted if that's the case? I think it's just and be- also like why did he desert? Mm-hmm. How did he? Well, like, he said his entire like battalion or something was wiped out. Yeah, and he couldn't handle the pressure. And interestingly enough, the battle droids face something similar. They make these weird and witty comments that make him like. These don't sound like ro- robots. These just these actually kind of have like a little personality. Though. Yeah, it's because of their processors being overstressed. 
that they actually tend to make these weird comments. So I can see I, now if you know if it comes on the droid side, then yeah, it probably has to come onto the clone side in a different yeah, way. I get so, that. And it, it brings out three important characters: Jesse, Hardcase, and Kicks. Yeah, and all, uh, all of them get introduced in this episode. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of like. I find like that group, along with like Fives and Echo, are like the cool kids club of the Five O First. It's like, oh yeah, we we know who we are. We're we're cooler than you guys. And it's so like it sucks to like learn the fate of each and every single one of these guys. And like Kicks actually is the last surviving clone trooper. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, there's your daily knowledge. And but like I think it's just like a it, this is like a really good episode to you know bring into question of Rex's dogmatic views. Mm-hmm. It's another know. thing that like le- this is all leading up to the Umbara arc in my opinion. Right, it's because like, you know change doesn't happen overnight. You know you grow and you mature. Keep in mind these clones are what like only one years old or something like that. So if even yeah, and like you know they've they've only gotten so many simulations and not everything is just like the simulations. Mm-hmm. They're and, still <laughs> learning. Right, so, and then, like, and, you know, because they actually have a human mind, you know, even though it's been altered and genetically modified, yeah. they still have some, I think, uh, I I have a fair argument in saying that they do have some degree of free will, and hence why this episode exists. Yeah. I think the commando droids that are kind of like zombies were really cool. Oh, yeah, it's like, it was, they're, like, walking yeah. around. and like, I got, like, real zombie vibes from it, and again, like going back off of like the brain invaders arc it's like that real horror element that like, know, like Dave Filoni was really testing it reminded me of like the Ultron like robots from Age yeah, of Ultron I, like the creepy like you know there are no yeah, strings like, on me uh, like beat me too I was about to say I that. know but I talk fast uh, but then I really like the Grievous uh, like the humor was a really nice yeah like, just, like, to it just like how the droids just like shut down sir can we take a break get the <laughs> no what the it's also like, why did droids... Like, you'd think droids would have, like, solar panel charging or I something know, right? like that, but, you know. Just battery packs. Cheap as, yeah. cheap as possible. They made them cheap as possible. Alright, so number 11. Lightsaber Lost. Episode 11. What I, do you... I just realized Ahsoka is, has, is Butterfingers with her lightsabers. Like, when her duel with Maul in Season 7, she lost her lightsabers. She loses her lightsabers a lot. Um, she loses her lightsabers in episode 5 she loses her lightsabers a lot yeah she... dang <laughs> she does Anakin didn't teach the Obi-Wan thing this weapon is your life yeah so yeah no, well, I thought it was a really cool episode because it kind of explored you know what it means to be a Jedi just beyond what having a lightsaber is because you know that's what we tend to think of especially when we're younger we're like oh being a Jedi is you know yeah and I know you're not a big fan of this episode but um I'm, it just bored me yeah like even as a kid it bored me now it bores me but it, like I think it was it was really fun to see Ahsoka's like kind of style of like you know personality where she's she's more of an agile fighter she's not very big she's not imposing compared to like Anakin where he's he, he's pure strength and raw, like you know raw power while Ahsoka uses her opponent's size and her agility and speed yeah and it's really, just different yeah it's a it, fighting it, styles it displays her kind of her, her prowess and her potential mm-hmm. so uh not much else to say here yeah that that's it I just I just not a fan it bored me not much to talk about alright here we go. Episode 12? Yeah, episode 12. Today so. you learned that Jon Favreau voiced Pre Vizsla. One of, the, I think, the coolest characters in the Cold Wars. Oh I my think. god. 
I need a shill about pre Go ahead. Oh my god, I love pre so much. And we'll get into him in... When, when is his arc? Season 5? Um, arc? I think it's season 5. I think five. season 5. Yeah, season 5. Oh my god, it just gets so good. But like, here he's just like... He's the governor of the moon of Mandalore. He's just like, wow, I can't believe that they're terrorists here. Like... Like, he seems like a nice guy, but there's something unsettling about him. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh, yep, here I am. I was the villain all along. I shaved my head. That's how you know I'm evil. <laughs> the bald man is evil. Like Walter White. Jeff Bridges. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Just, he's just like, but Death Watch is such a cool concept, because people are just like, is Django fit back? Like... We all saw him get deca- decapitated. Right. It's like, yo, like, so you get introduced to Mandalore, you get introduced to Satine, mm-hmm. who... Is uh, the love interest of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I never thought you'd want I know. Needed. It, it adds so much depth to this character. I think it is brilliant, it is phenomenal, and it was handled excellently. It's so good. And we really get to see, like... Because she's a pacifist, and, like, it's really cool. But she has the brains to back it up, and I think that's Mm -hmm. that's why the chemistry between her and Obi-Wan worked, because Obi-Wan is quite the witty fellow, and... Mm -hmm. and I completely agree with, you know, Duchess Satine on, like, her being a pacifist during this war. She's like, look, we just go into war, and, like, that's just not going to do well for us. Like, let's just be independent. Deuces. Right, but then her her history and culture, and ev- there will always be people who who are loyal to the traditions and yeah. and the roots of where their culture comes from, and that's where Death Watch originates because mm-hmm. the Mandalorians were originally of a, a, a violent group, race, a warrior race. So they they kind of kind of like you know the samurai culture. It's all mm-hmm. about like you know honor. this honor code. But that's like, why Kree Vizsla shoots his failure and goes failure, and which shoots was him. a freaking badass way to oh, introduce Kree Vizsla. Yeah, and the well, dark saber. Oh my god, <laughs> the dark saber! I love. We can't get to season five soon enough because I'm gonna oh shell so hard for previous. And and like keep in mind, Obi Wan is is one of Obi Wan's a top three exactly. lightsaber duelist. He's he's up there. He's he's Obi- one of like the leading generals mm-hmm. of of the entire order. He is, and he went toe to toe with Obi Wan. Like previous was no joke. I I love previous. I think he's. A fantastic character. I think Satine's a great character. And I love getting introduced to Mandalore. And we're gonna see. His, we're gonna really discuss his warrior prowess in in the later seasons when he really takes on Maul. So season five. Season, season five. five. I can't wait. We, I we'll can't. get there. So right. Voyage of Temptation. I thought this one was great. I like this. One. I love this episode love too. It's yeah. You can talk about like you know more of the Kenobi Satine banter. How like Anakin's giving. Obi-Wan should about having a girlfriend. <laughs> Which is, like, so, ironic. But, like, because Obi-Wan knows. Obi-Wan like, Obi-Wan knows what know. the hell is going... Because it's revealed in season seven. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I hope you had a good time on FaceTime. And then, hey, say hey to Padme for me. Exactly. So, like, Obi-Wan knows. And, like, it, it, even if you read the novelization of Revenge of the Sith... Yeah, did, like, have you seen that uh, deleted scene? Yeah, like, like yeah, that, was, that was actually from a novelization. Mm-hmm. and I really like it. Yeah, that was like, Obi-Wan knows, but, like, you know... Speaking he, of novelizations, you want to hear something interesting that I seen the other day? What? Do you remember R3, the droid that Luke and Uncle Owen picked before The, the red one? Yeah. yeah. Do you know that he actually committed suicide? Yeah, because he was like, R2's gotta go. I, I yeah. saw that, yeah. Did that you was see so, that? No, yeah, that was so cool. wild to me. 
What like, a boss. Oh my god. He's like, this is for the greater good. Yeah, dang. That that was awesome. I, I thought was, that was cool. That was yeah. fun. But back to the Voyage of Temptation. So I, here's why I loved this. Uh-huh. Is we see the pacifist. We see the pacifist of Duchess Satine and the absolute Jedi of Obi-Wan. And they're like, oh, we shouldn't kill this uh, this person that's going to blow up the ship. And then oh, Anakin just kills him. He's like, he's like, ha-da-da! And Anakin has no problem with killing people. And you can see, like, the disappointment in Obi-Wan's face. Like, Anakin didn't have to kill yeah. him. He could have just, like, forced... Like, honestly, Obi-Wan, just use, like, a mind trick. That's but, 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 like, Anakin, like... Could get is would mm-hmm. will get away with it because yeah. he could easily warn everyone else he was gonna like he literally says he, he, he was, was gonna, gonna blow up the ship, ship. Yeah. Yeah. so and it makes sense but it's also like Anakin has no problem with killing people and which kind of bothers people which is gonna you know like yeah it makes you the women and the children too <laughs> yeah it really makes you nervous I don't know about you but like those spider droids like the oh, set, I, those oh, are my, so creepy those are oh dude this is like season two is like the theme of horror dude. it really was. Ugh. Um, episode 14. Do you remember this episode? Um, no. Oh, I think I do. It's something to do with, like, poisoning, like, lunches or something like that. No, that's the next episode. What, really? Yeah. Um, basically, here's the thing. Uh, so, Duchess Satine gets to Coruscant. I'm probably gonna get flamed on the Instagram, the All I Know podcast, for not knowing this plug episode. <laughs> I have to plug it. Where it's just like, oh, yeah, um... You know, she's just like, Death Watch needs to stop. And then Death Watch is like, hey guys, here's our founder, Duchess Satine. And people are like, what? You founded Death Watch? Which is a big, 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 big brain move. It is a big brain move. And I forget how it's resolved, but it's like, oh, yep, nothing happened. Duchess Satine's not in charge of it. It's pretty Vizsla, and cool. That That's the story. And then the, we, I think we bring in Prime Minister Almec with that slimy two-timing bastard. I think he did show up in this, but like... He shows up more of next season. Yeah, but like you, you kind of like get to see. Yeah, you get to see all men. You get to see the bureaucrat. I hate bureaucrats. He's the politician. But uh, Senate murders. Senate murders. Bad episode. Did not like. I don't. I don't even remember much about Um, it. Padme's quote unquote uncle gets killed, and that's kind of just it. I think so. That's it. Padme figures out who does it. That's and and it's like the the big business, you know. Yeah. Money, yeah, kind of guys. I that, think the trade federation, and whatnot. Yeah, it's just it was just the filler, the banking clan. Yeah. All right. Cat episode. and mouse. Number chronologically, 16. the first episode. Really? Yeah. Chronologically, this is the first episode of the course. This takes right, place before the movie. Right. The, the Christophsis arc mm-hmm. happens after that because yeah. they break it. I love Admiral Trench. Can I like just say I freaking love? Where did I put him on my? Uh, tier list I think know? you I think I, you put him like B yeah I think you put him at B I or think C. that's fair I think he's cool I because he's not like too big of a character but come on he's like someone that can match wits with Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. that like that that speaks volumes to yeah. me and he's like and he's like hmm he's like I, I really liked it and he He's not just, like, evil. And, like, Admiral Yularen's, like, you know, oh, this guy's got serious clout. Yeah. And, like, this guy just can't die. Like, yeah, an insect sm- when you're trying to smash yeah, him. Yeah, he's smart. He is big smart. And it kind of shows, like, you know, it's just another Anakin Flex episode showing it his is. piloting and scheming and whatnot. Yeah. It so. was a fun episode. And then we've got... So next up, another kind of fun episode, uh, Bounty Hunters. 
Oh, this is the one where like oh. gets yeah, and then and then Hondo's like this effort it's is a, no longer profitable. It's Hondo episode. I love this like, one. I don't. I like how it's just like what's the height of stupidity? Anakin, how tall are you? <laughs> I don't know if that's an. No, I don't think that's no. That's not an actual quote. Like, it's something it's, I can see. This is, this 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 episode bursts a lot of. Good uh, memes. memes, memes. I love this one. Mm-hmm. So it's we get introduced to Embo, who's like the only bounty hunter in this that I actually liked. And you get to see like that bounty hunters aren't just you know they were bloodthirsty. Yeah, like as long as the money's around, yeah. you know, as long as you're speaking the money, you know. Mm-hmm. That's all of it. It's a fun episode. Hondo, you have to do Hondo. He's like oh, my best friend, Obi Wan. <laughs> I just, I, I just love Hondo's oozing with self confidence and People like he like talk about the uh, bromance between uh, Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah. not enough people talk about the ro- like the bromance between Hondo and Obi Wan. Hondo is a man of fine culture. He is about being friends with everyone. He's as long as the money's right. And he I, really I respect is. that. I love Honda Onaka. But overall, it was a fun episode. Fun episode. I didn't like it that much, but Honda just saved Hon- it. Honda saved Hondo. it. Of course. Alright. Next up. Zillow B. Zillow? Z- I think it's Zillow. It's Zillow? Mm-hmm. Ooh. What did you think of this? Eh. Um. I wish they did more. Because like, the they? way they concluded this arc, it felt like they were going to do something more with this. this yeah. We like, never heard from him ever again. Like this beast with uh, impenetrable, un- impenetrable armor compared to lightsabers. Like I felt like that would have been important, but super cool kinda... concept. Because like she like goes to the scientists, like do something evil with this, and hey, then like, make clone trooper armor out of this stuff. It's like dang, big brain. It, which would have been sick, overpowered. Because think shit. about it, Order sixty six comes into play. Oh my god! But you know, it all comes back to Order sixty six. That's it's just. But she, also, you know why uh, the Zylo Beast or the Zillow Beast kept on uh, chasing after Sheev? Because he's like he knows he's a Sith Lord. He knows he's a Sith yeah, Lord. He what, senses the dark side energy, which is kind of cool because you know really cool. you you see the Jedi and like we are animal friends and like and then force healing the snake <laughs> and then she was just like big monster goes brr. <laughs> it's like the Hulk big monster. Oh, this is funny. Oh, though. for once in your life, can you not smash All right, the big so, monster? So here we have this last arc. It's the Boba Fett arc. I remember where I was seeing this trailer uh-huh. and how much I freaked out seeing the reveal of Obi-Wan. Or not Obi-Wan, but Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Like, he was back. And I was like, oh... My God! Right, because we want we kind of want to know how did he go from you know like no dad yeah. shut him dead to like you know like the non speaking you know yeah like, I just kind of there in episode five guy mm-hmm. so, so like oh it's so cool seeing like he because he blends in with the cadets so right because he gives because one. he's a clone and you see like he's really talented like he's really good at what he's doing and then he also takes down an entire like. Venator by himself. But, like, the thing is, like, I really like how they showed his kind of, like, kind of apprehension to some of the stuff that he has to do to become a bounty hunter. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it, but, like, Aura Singh is just like, listen, Boba, you have to do this. And, like, and, and then it kind of, you know... Because, like, once... he doesn't want to kill, like... Because, like, they're technically his brothers, and I feel like he kind of thinks that, but not really. Right. 
but like he just wants. But he, he did, he did feel a little knew. like you know sympathy for his mm-hmm. his, his kind. So. Yeah, it's definitely really Shakespearean how he's just like I want to kill Mace Windu, but I keep on killing other people. Yeah, but and just like but he, he like so in a sense he is technically a clone trooper. So we get to see a clone trooper all throughout the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you know how Mace Windu isn't even daunted by the fact that, you know, like... Oh, there's a kid that's trying to kill me. Cool. Like, yeah. So it's, it's, so it's, like, it's show, it really goes to show how, like, cold Mace Windu is. Mm-hmm. And so, like, here's what... So, going on to episode 21 of the season, R2 Come Home, what a cool... What a great episode, in my opinion. I think this episode is probably one of the best of this season just because like you see Boba Fett who's dealing with the struggle of like Boba Fett kill him and he doesn't then Aura Singh has to do it and mm-hmm. it's like oh that was Pawns and then you have and Pawns was there since the beginning mm-hmm. so and then like you know Mace and Anakin go looking for them and then you know just seeing Jango's helmet right there and which is so cool and then the trap that's set, and then... Because Anakin has no idea who Jango Fett is. Yeah. Which is, like, keeping up with continuity, because, like, Anakin never interacted with Jango but Fett. But Mace knows full well mm-hmm. who the hell he Mace is. Mace knows, just, and, and Obi-Wan knows, too. Just take a little off the top. <laughs> just take a little off the top. I got you, fam. <laughs> but, like, it's really cool, just, like, how they have that in there. And we just see, like, Orsink just total villain oh dude that dude that's actually a really good point because anakin doesn't know the council keeps things hidden from a lot of people well it's not even just that it's just like anakin had no reason no because like he never laid eyes on jango fett right it's like in episode two obi-wan's the one that's tracking jango fett mason is the one that kills him Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with like um what's his name uh how anakin's first met Grievous oh right in, in, like, in episode, episode three. 3 like they love paying attention to these small continuity which is things. really cool I love that I love that too but that the idea like you know R2 is a badass he's been like continually he, he saved like everyone from the prequels to the originals to the sequels yeah R2 doesn't get enough credit and this yeah. really shows R2's like, you know, a his, chad yeah he is he, he, he's got the ingenuity he, he's killed two B2 super battle droids with just his jet flames and oil which is like you know a feat, which is know? kind of messed up. Like imagine if just like killing your own like, kind, he just like melted their flesh. Like R two, what's somebody melted your flesh? That's, uh, yeah, but R two is a war criminal. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that's that just kind of covers it. Uh, that oh, episode. Yep, and then season finale, season two, episode twenty two, lethal trackdown. This one's really interesting. We is this where see- Aura dies? Uh, she doesn't die, but she, like, gets shot out of the sky and all that. Right. But, uh, she lives, because she turns up later Because remember, uh, what's his name? Beckett kills Aura Singh. What? Uh, was that in the solo? Yeah, that was in solo. Uh, Lander's just like, oh, Beckett, you killed Aura Singh. You were, like, in everyone in the galaxy. Oh! Yo! Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, I like Solo. I don't know about you. I, I love Solo. Yeah. You should listen to my ranking Star Wars movies. You should. Definitely. It's a good list. Definitely a good list. Definitely some good points in there. 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that shill. So then, here we have Plo Koon and Ahsoka just like doing their little. Baby and we get to see thing. their like kind of like their backstory because Plo yeah. Koon is the one who found you know. It's really fun. Baby Ahsoka and like Plo Koon is definitely a lot more compassionate and mm-hmm. feels a lot more emotion for just and anything. He's not... guess who we got to see in this episode. Who was it again? Hondo. Oh yeah, Hondo. that's right. Hondo. Because he did date Oro Singh. He dated Oro Singh, which is weird. But you know he's Honda, so he gets yeah. to do whatever. And then Oro Singh like kills one of her partners because like her partner went to the Republic. It's like, yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> We're right here. And then Oro Singh just like gets captured, and no, she doesn't get captured. She like, gets shot down. So, yeah, she gets shot out of the sky, and it's like, oh, here's the slave one. Like Hondo had the slave one like for a while. Exactly, and then so. It was... Uh, so wait, how did that? So the the condo go to Geonosis and like spoil the slave one. No, so what happened was uh, they were traveling in the slave one. Oh, uh-huh, okay. Slave one crashed <clears throat> there, and then like in season like four or five, whichever the younglings arc was, Han was like, oh yeah, here's this ship that I have. It's the slave one. <laughs> yeah. Just, so now I'm wondering like, hey, how did Boba get that ship back? Hondo. I don't know, because the Republic I think had it. I don't know. We'll figure it out, I'm sure. But, fun episode. I liked it. It was a really good way to finish the season. So, what did you think of this? Season 2, we're we're still not quite there. Um, But, definitely a lot lot of fun arcs. Really building off of season 1. I think it definitely builds a lot off of season 1. But they really emphasize this horror theme. This kind of sick, twisted... Like this, this they really emphasize mm-hmm. that stuff. So that was like, I don't know what kind of direction they, why they wanted to take that. But I like it though, because like they're branching out. Because they're showing yeah. like they can do like, because they've shown they can do action, right. they can do drama, they can do yeah. political. And that's the thing, because that that encapsulates every single little bit of life. Because horror does happen, and you know, drama does happen. Mm-hmm. And it's also action just Star happen. Wars. It can, yeah. ha- it's everything. It's romance. It's it's everything it's a little bit of everything that's just mm-hmm. I think that, that that helps contribute to the overall feel of Star Wars yeah like when watching the sequels I don't watch I don't have that feeling of that it's Star Wars yeah you know like compared to like watching the prequels they're like where it, oh that feels like Star Wars and I yeah. don't know maybe it's just because I grew up watching uh, like the original trilogies and seeing something new is a little bit jarring but, but in, the, in my eyes you know I think Clone Wars, and you know, you'll see like I think like there's this video on YouTube where so, someone says like why Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars is Star Wars at its best, and it encapsulates. I've that. seen that in my recommended yeah, a lot. I'm, I just haven't watched it. Yeah, I'm, I'm considering taking a look at it, but I just think it's overall, you know, we're continuing to build. We're, we're not quite there, but every single show doesn't always come out swinging at the bat. Like Avatar: The Last Airbender, you know. No, that did come out swinging at the bat. That yeah, did. definitely. Sure did. It, it 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 was it was a little bit slow in the first season, but once you really start picking up, I think season three well, and the next episode will when we start talking about the we'll we'll, we'll discuss where we'll it definitely to talk play. about the precise point it gets better. So, uh, you have a favorite episode from this season? Oh. Let's just start doing that because we didn't do that from season one because oh, okay. there are no favorite episodes in season one. All right. Um. If I had to decide, <clears throat> there's a couple good ones here. Um, I think, uh, like, on a singular episode, I think I really like um, Cat and Mouse. I think Cat I, and Mouse. That's a good pick because it's just 
you know, I, I'm just so fond of space battles, and, like, you yeah. can see Anakin just, you know, show off, and there's, like, you know, you, you, we we were introduced in episode 5 in Empire Strikes Back about the cloaking devices, I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Yeah. And we actually get to see a cloaking device in action, which is really cool, so, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm a little upset that they didn't bring it up a little, a couple, like, you know, times, but it's just a one-time one time thing, but all these yeah. other episodes, it's hard to choose because they, they all need that, like, uh, like, the Boba Fett one, for example, mm-hmm. it needs multiple episodes to kind of create this arc. But yeah. one singular episode that stands on its own very well, I think it's it's Cat and Mouse. Either mm-hmm. one, either that. That one definitely does stand out. Either that, it's the Mandalore plot or Voyage of the Temptation. Either one of those. Yeah, I think that's a good. One. I think for me, if I had to pick, it would either be R two Come Home or Landing at Point Rain. I think those are just personally my favorites. Those are a lot of fun, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't disagree on those kind of picks. Yep. So, uh, well, I guess that's all I know. 